With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Bald and the Beautiful, less one bald. One uh, bald doing regular job doing stuff. Doing regular Don't work. you wait. Mark, Marcus, we coming for you. We go get you off that regular we, job. We you just you, hold baby. on, Marcus. You ain't got Hey, to Marcus. <laughs> we miss you this morning. <laughs> um, so I am Melissa Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by... Kevin, Mr. Kevin on stage. <laughs> that chick, Angel, Angel. Angel, Angel. And today we have a very special, the bald and the beautiful, married at first sight guest, none other than the fierce. Okay, first of mm, all. Come on, that's right. Come on. That's right. Bring it together. Clothing, uh, fashion, <laughs> shoes, come on. hair, come on. makeup, skin. She gives it to us every single week. Every week. I started following her on Instagram. I said, does she have a fashion account? Because I need to understand where these outfits be coming from. <laughs> that is none of I follow it too, Dr. Viviana. As soon mm. as it came a thing, I was like, it's about time. Let me hit follow. This is what I've been waiting for. Exactly, exactly. Dr. Viviana Coles. Dr. Viviana. Hi. She is hey. on the show right now. <laughs> yes. yes. So excited. Is it too early for cocktails? No, right? No. Never. Never. Never, never ever. Not, not dealing with me. It's five o'clock somewhere. Also, it can be nine o'clock here. <laughs> <laughs> We're super, super excited to have you. Um, I already know our audience is fully aware of who you are, but in the event that they are not, please tell us who you are, what you do, and all of those things, and then we're going to get right into it, Dr. Viviana. Yes. Great. Well, hi, I'm Dr. Viviana Coles. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm a celebrity therapist, and I'm also an expert on lifetimes married at first sight every Wednesday. Her, that was that was a really that good, very succinct. succinct. Yes, succinct. that was a practice elevator speech. I'm also a certified sex therapist. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I, you know, I have a private practice, but let's just get to the nitty gritty. Get to the nitty gritty. Yeah. What was y'all thinking this season, Doctor <laughs> Viviana? The experts are on trial for the first time ever. We need to know how y'all pick these people, Doctor Viviana. Ready, that's what we want to know. We I'm ready. Please, we staring in questions. We ain't never questioned y'all before. We said, what the experts did? What y'all do? What had happened? What had happened was? What was it? Well, <laughs> first of all, who's going to, who's going to pat my back and console me? Because this is not okay. Uh, this is not okay. Should have a therapist. That's okay. Yes. <laughs> We're lucky there are three of us because we really do rely on each other during these tough times. But my goodness. Um, so, so let's talk about it. I mean, the truth is that the audacity, mm -hmm. the, the disgust, all of that, that you're experiencing as viewers are things that we've been processing for months. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, you know, and, and, um, as far as I would love to clear the air about what has happened, um, when we were matching 
Um, who are you talking about? Let's make you sure we're talking, talking about the same about person. Page, you know, you know we're talking about Chrissy Page. Because we like, how did Chris get on here? What was this? How he make Let's talk play? about how Chris got on. Okay. Um, when Chris got on to the casting portion, where we start to look at hundreds of individuals uh, for possibilities of matching, what we like to do is we like to pick our favorites. And I know this is going to make your skin crawl now after the fact, mm -hmm. but he was a front runner from the beginning mm -hmm. because what we found out about him through this process was that he is, at the time, he was upstanding, he was smart, he was funny, he was nice. He was charming, but not in an arrogant way. I have this thing about arrogance. I cannot stand it. Mm -hmm. And if I smell it from a mile away, I'm like, nope, don't like you. And, and people, I'm sure that there are people who have been in the room with me who have tried to be married at first sight who are like, I don't think she liked me. Well, that's why, because <laughs> you were arrogant. Um, and, and believe it or not, from all three of us and production, anybody who had anything to do with him uh chris was not on our radar for anything negative wow. and i know that it's hard to to believe that um because now it is so evident uh -huh. <laughs> to the contrary but um you know i think unfortunately he showed us what we wanted to see mm. and what all three of us picked up on was a totally different person than who we're seeing uh, on your screens right now. And, mm. and that was something that we could have, honestly, I, I, I feel, I feel like I got duped. I feel like, mm. um, someone pulled one over on me. I don't like that feeling, but again, I've had months to process it. Yeah. My, my vein still pops out every once in a while over <laughs> it, but otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be at peace with it, but every week it's, it's really tough to see who he's become as a husband yeah. because uh before he said i do this guy was a different person altogether wow yeah. you know that's uh i appreciate you for coming and and answering that because you know no question. that's what the streets wants to know oh you already know because i don't think uh we, melissa and i and angel we probably our third season i feel like watching but a friend of ours has watched every season and i text him i was like yo my man have you ever seen it and he said in the history of married at first sight there's never been quite a, a character like like Chris. Um, in your expertise, do you find that in other relationships where people uh, present what they what they think people want to know, and then once they're married or, or later in their relationship, they just be like, "Actually, this is who I am now. Yeah, yeah. who I really am." Well, it's it's funny because my husband still jokes with me. It's kind of joking, kind of not. He's like, you were back when you were tricking me. Um, <laughs> because, you know, like, I think that over time, over time is the key word, right? Over time, we change, our priorities change. Um, we can grow and, and change as people. What is, I think really sticks out about Chris in particular is that the person that we saw literally changed overnight. Yeah. Um, and that's the part that really hurt us, I think, um, in, in, in lots of different ways, but personally and professionally, I think it hurt us because, you know, it's one thing to get something over on me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not perfect, whatever, but to get something over on all three of us, 
um, plus casting, plus production. That's one of those things where you're like, who would want to do that? And why would you want to be known for that? Yeah. Like that doesn't seem, that just doesn't seem like it makes sense. Why would someone want to dupe everyone? Now, the truth is, I don't know. And I think you'll find out through the season, um, but I, I don't know at this point what the point is of all that, because I mean, who wants, who wants that kind of infamy, right? Like right. that's not a good thing. It's not like it's going to propel you into anything wonderful in your life. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest though, watching the, the casting specials, he seemed shysty from the beginning. So that's why I was really confused. Uh, Cause I was like, why are they following? Can we break please? that down, please? please? I would love to break that down with y'all. What, what I'm going to, and I'm going to turn up my volume because I don't need to hear you. <laughs> um, Dr. Viviana, I just want you to know, before you answer, you could come to a game night. You, you, <laughs> no, you are game start. night approved with absolutely, us. Absolutely. Come absolutely. on, I bet you it's great at Taboo. <laughs> Angel, tell me, what did you see on the matchmaking special that you thought would not be husband material. Tell me. I thought that his obsession with how gorgeous or sexy his wife needed to be mm -hmm. and his obsession with her, um, what she needed to be able to do in the bedroom. Not to say that like people can't want like someone sexy, yeah, yeah. but because that seemed to be the highlight, I was like, now, I feel like everyone knows those two things won't make a marriage stay together. You know what I'm right. saying? And his mm -hmm. obsession with especially looks. And I feel like Pastor Cal, when you all were making y'all's final decisions and he brought it up, he was like, the only thing I'm worried about is if he is going to find Paige attractive. attractive. And I was sure. like, right, right. That's this, right. So why are we putting him in here? What is this? So for me, it was, I felt like everybody else had uh, and not to say that everybody else was saying the things that I feel like people should say. It felt like they were saying things that are more so foundational things that make a marriage possibly work where mm -hmm. aesthetics, well, yes, initial attraction is important, but I felt like that was like attraction, money. It was just like a bunch of stuff that I was just like, where is the depth? He felt like he had no depth. That's mm -hmm. what it was mm -hmm. after watching. So so let me answer both of those. So the first one is, um, I, I would hope that y'all realize that just because they included those two or three uh, desires that he said he wanted, they're, they're not the only ones, right? Okay. okay, okay. Um, <laughs> they may have highlighted those, but I do, I mean, I'm going to tell you, the reason that I think those were highlighted is because those were the biggest things that we matched them on spirituality yeah mm -hmm. yeah spirituality sexual compatibility and sexual desire through the roof for both of them mm -hmm. and the idea of wanting to be a power couple making lots of money both of them do that mm -hmm. so there there's still to this day i i feel like we can talk about what didn't work out but so far <laughs> but the match between the two of them i feel very strongly about you know, so I'll bring something up that y'all didn't. He said he wanted, well, obviously when he spoke to the camera, not to us, because nobody came into our room saying, I want a submissive freak. He never said that to us. Right. Uh -huh. But he did say he wants a very traditional woman who will allow him to take the lead, who wants him to be the spiritual head of the household, but will meet him 
-hmm. and be his partner spiritually. He wants someone who prioritizes sexuality as a sex therapist. I get it. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I truly think we found all those things with her. The attraction part, um, I'm sorry, but I think Paige is super attractive. I I was like blown away when I saw her. Dr. Pepper felt the same way. Pastor Cal felt the same way, except when he did his home visit, he of course really wanted to make sure that um, everything that he had said in his casting meetings with us was true, which is that he's open. He's very open. He wants someone traditionally beautiful. He wants someone, um, he didn't say anything about any specifics. Mm. He just wanted somebody who had a really nice shape, who was smart, all of these things that Paige absolutely is. Now, the big thing that I think y'all are forgetting is that, you know, Pastor Cal is saying, I worry about that. And we took that to heart. But in the end, both Pepper and I felt like, but this woman is the full package. Like she is all of the things that he's asking for. If he is truly into looks as being number one, then then why would he be doing Married at First Sight? Right. Mm, very true. The other part fair of that point. is, fair point. is let's be honest. We never know if someone's going to be attracted to someone else. That's mm-hmm. part of the experimental part of this. Right. Nobody knows that, you know, and, and, and going back to the submissive freak thing, I think that's a, it's a bit of a sound bite, but, and, and I guess it cuts to the core, but beneath that, I feel like there are lots of marriages. I can't say it's something that I would want in my marriage, but I don't have to marry him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there are a lot of marriages that are still very in the traditional place who want someone who is submissive. Mm -hmm. And as long as the other person is down for that and wants that too, we're not going to cut them out of possibly matching them. Yeah. You know, if somebody says, I want a freak in the bedroom, and then we have somebody in the next room saying, I want a freak in the bedroom, and I am a freak in the bedroom, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, they use the word freak. That's not okay. That's inappropriate. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think, uh, you you want to add something? Yes, Angel? No, no, I'll I'll add it later. No, no. (laughs) When she was talking about attraction, this is something that Marcus... (laughs) said he was like he couldn't do the show because if the person was not attractive he was like where is dr viviana why ain't y'all found somebody to look like dr viviana (laughs) we ain't doing this but go ahead go ahead Uh, what i think uh i kind of thought about this as you said it i think we as the viewers we doggone fell in love with the show this is our pandemic joy Mm -hmm. we found the show the pandemic and melissa and i and angel marcus we were like this our show now. We love it. We ain't <laughs> yeah. missing the episode. We be doggone because we in LA. Yes. We be staying up late, avoiding spoilers and all that. But anyway, I think what we appreciate I, it. Thank of you. Course, of course. And let me tell y'all what people be so mad at us because the videos don't come out. They be like, forget Marcus's stupid regular job. <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, but what I sometimes forget is it is an experiment. Right. Yeah. It is at first sight, and we talk about this a lot on our show. Like Melissa and I, and Marcus and Angel, we both had the luxury of. I saw Melissa. I was attracted to her at first sight, right? But I didn't have to marry her at that moment. Right. So I'm, I, then we were friends. I was allowed to date her. This is all of that on the most truncated of, of timelines with the highest stakes. So, yeah. and your family, and you also kind of have this uh, feeling of like, it hasn't worked out for me in life yet. Yeah. So there's that much added pressure. And I feel like we forget mm-hmm. this isn't a normal relationship and it is an experiment. And you kind of are like, 
we're doing the best, but at the end, you're rolling the dice and kind of hoping for the best because right. we're not, you can't control these people and how they re- respond to scenario or to the partner. Like, you do your best and then roll it out, and then you're like, oh, I know y'all had to be like, ooh, child, we, <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're going to just make it look like we didn't do our homework. Oh, that's what yeah. you're going to um, do. <laughs> you have no idea the kind of phone calls, the kind of Zoom calls, the kind of WhatsApp. I mean, everything was happening. But something that I think I want to remind y'all too is that we also don't have the luxury of dating these people for months and months and months on end. So there is also, there are boundaries and limitations to our ability to get to know these people in every single possible way. Mm -hmm. We do our best. We have our process. We believe we get better and better every season, but we're not perfect. And it's not ever going to be something that is not experimental. And we will know because of the premise of the show, there is no way we will ever know that people who we believe are a hundred percent, you know, what compatible on paper are ever going to be an amazing couple that live forever together. We won't ever know. And that's what makes this such, I think, an interesting, intriguing process to be a part of, but then to also witness. I, I, I think that this season has been especially um, difficult because we did have so much fun and such a, I think a lot of people forget, right? But they have a, we had a lot of fun with our last season. Yeah. There were some Great. incredible awesome love true. stories mm. that yeah. came out of it. Yeah. And of course, we're overjoyed about that. I do think people forget a little bit that at the beginning, everybody was up in arms as well. It's yeah. par for the course. You know, this is where, you know, I'm on my fifth season now. And so I know now that there are these cycles that people, we as viewers go through. And thankfully, the editors make it to where it is a roller coaster for us. I yeah. think that that's, a, that's what makes it entertaining yeah. is that there's, you never know what's going to happen. It's unpredictable because love is unpredictable. But this process is super unpredictable when you have yeah. strangers getting married. I mean, come on. <laughs> you never know what to expect. No, yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, have y'all ever had this much uh, heat, <laughs> vitriol directed at you? Because I... I, rem- I, you know, obviously it's just like a third season, I believe. I've watched like a few earlier ones, but yeah. Okay. Uh, but, and watching in real time, nine, our, our third season? Nine, 10, 11, 12, 14. Okay. Have y'all or you received as much uh, like social media engagement in prior seasons? Like specifically uh, about the experts? No, it, it has never been so uh, like mob mentality before. I don't think we've ever had, and I've, I've spoken to the other experts about it, you know, and, and they are all in, we're all in the same boat. I think I get a little bit more heat because I'm more active on social media. So, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I, I'm aware of it. Right. I know that. Um, I, I also think that fortunately, because I'm a grown woman, I can handle it. Uh, also being a therapist, I understand what's going on. I will never stop hoping that people don't hate, um, especially our participants. Like I'm, I'm always gonna be a champion for them. I think that they're so brave to go through this and to be, as you know, under the, the scrutiny of everyone looking at ev- everything you say, don't say, do, don't do, everything. and thinking they could do it better. And we as experts have had that forever. We've we've had that experience forever where people say, we could do your job better than you could. Mm. 
okay, but you're not. So uh, just support us. But support us and hope and, and know that, I mean, nobody's going to know my heart like I do, right? right? And the people that truly matter to me understand how much we do to try to make love possible for every couple we ever match. But at the same time, I'm not going to stop believing in this and stop believing in love because it doesn't work out. Right. Um, Marcus has a question for you. I had him text me. I was like, you got any questions for Dr. Viviana? <laughs> he was like, uh, what advice would you give to someone in Paige's position right oh, now? Oh, yes. I ask my question. It was yeah. similar, but you went a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, what would you, I, I don't. I don't know how much um, contact you all had during the process because we. Oh, yes, we, we definitely had contact. That's the other thing. Again, you know, I think that the assumption is made that if you don't see my face or hear my yeah. voice, that I'm never there. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I just feel like, for instance, if you wanted to edit this down because I just talk way too much, you could do that. But does right. that mean it wasn't, sure. you know, yeah. there? Yep. So. I, I can understand that's something that I, I kind of feel like I have a love-hate relationship with that because I'm so glad that people want to hear more about us and from us as the experts. Mm -hmm. um, but I also feel like, guys, this is the story about their love story, right. not so much about our calling them in. Um, yeah. Yes, we did have immediate access. We did have immediate phone calls. We, do, we did do all of that. Um, and I think that everybody's starting to see now that it doesn't matter what we do or say, if somebody is an adult and they have a legal marriage, they can decide to, you know, try or not. Uh -huh. Um, as far as my, my advice to Paige as a therapist, I very, very rarely have ever told somebody, I think that their relationship is doomed and I think that they should leave their marriage. Uh, that is a really, really heavy price tag. I mean, that that's a lot. Yeah. So I think that what needs to happen and, and what did happen, well, I can't share what did happen with my visit yet because it's coming right. up. But Or you can give us like a fictitious situation. <laughs> sure. So my advice to someone who's going through a relationship where it seems so obvious to everyone around them that they are not being valued, mm -hmm. that um, they're being emotionally manipulated and compromised is to make sure that they continue talking, not only with their partner, but with everyone around them so that they're gathering information. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all know the statistic, but you know it takes approximately seven attempts at leaving an emotionally uh, unhealthy or even abusive relationship before it actually happens, which means wow. that for some people it might happen after once and some people it takes 14, 15, 20. Oh, yeah. um, you know, so there's, there's that. The other thing is remember there is there is decision day. Right. Decision day is kind of your time that's set in stone to say, I can keep doing this, I want this, or I don't want this. Right. And I think that anybody in this, in, in our scenario, probably likes that they have that one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Then the other thing that I, that I would want to say about that is, have y'all ever, 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 ever had somebody in your own lives who you knew that they probably could do better 
a lot better. And you told them and everybody told them you should leave. Did they ever actually leave until they wanted to? Has anybody ever left a relationship that they did not want to leave because somebody told them to? There's a lot of side conversations at Thanksgiving. Oh, she she going to bring them back another year. We done told her. We done told him. We got separate group chats. Oh, you don't want to listen? It's your life. Live your life. It ain't mine. I've never, I've never known of anyone who has legit left someone because other people told them to and not because they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think what seems so strange, though, is because I think as viewers, we're looking at something that is extremely new and we're thinking, oh, it should be easier for you to back away from something that you haven't. Granted, I know based off of what Paige is saying, she is fully was invested. fully invested. Yeah. So she didn't take it lightly. So I don't mean to say it like, girl, it's just like changing your drawers. Just take them off and put on a new pair. <laughs> but at the same time, I think as the viewers, we're like, girl, you just met him. You can leave. It's mm-hmm. okay. Ain't nobody going to think uh, nothing bad of you. Well, I think the other part of that is I think people want it to work. Like, if you went to the show, it's because right. you wanted to find love. Paige like, yes. And Paige. Yeah. So it's like, if this doesn't work, I'm I'm back at square one. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. dang, I went through all this. Like, I think, you know, I forget. Like, people want love. They want marriage. And they know it's not going to be easy. And we over here in our happy marriages, like, girl, leave him. I <laughs> wish that could never be me. <laughs> right. But people are like, bro, yeah. but I've been single. And it hasn't worked. So uh-huh. if it's not going to work, I at least want to know, okay, without a shadow of a doubt. I tried um, everything. But it's easy to say that when you're not in. The, and that's also the nature of life. Melissa, Angel, and I and Tank. We we are creators, so we get that from people. Yeah. But when it ain't our stuff, we turn into the same people we get mad oh, at. Oh, absolutely. We're like, oh shoot, this is you crazy. I'm gonna comment, blah blah blah. Oh, I'm you definitely know? being an ignorant viewer. I completely <laughs> fully own that I am acting as if I don't realize. There's yeah, but you know what, happening. Angel? I love that y'all know that about yourselves. But you're not then taking it the next twenty steps and DMing me to tell me. You know what a complete failure at life I am. Oh, I mean, there's, a, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we ain't doing that. No, hey, it's not that. I am watching a television program. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, right. you the can you can day. turn it off. And we're doing a show because this is good content. If it wasn't for that, y'all wouldn't hear our opinion. We would just <laughs> be like talking to the TV screen. That'd be about it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do have a question for um, all of the couples that you match. What is the uh, criteria maybe, or any couple that you're matching, what are the things that you are specifically looking for that says these two people are a great match? Good question, Liz. That might be the best question. Hi, 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 hi. So first we look at them as individuals Mm -hmm. to see if they are likable, flexible, have kind of the an open mind obviously an open mind is super sexy but also necessary for something like this yeah. um, if they have if they have relationship experiences that have that have gone both badly and well so that they can understand when things are going badly or well they can recognize that mm-hmm. uh, we want them to have lots of family support if they don't have family support do they have a, a friend do they have friends that support them? Because marriages, as, as the four of you know, um, when you have support in marriage, it tends to go better. Do they have um, a strong sense of self? Again, I don't like the arrogant, but you know, uh, if, if they're confident, it's kind of necessary to be able to, to survive TV. Uh, you need to yeah. be somewhat confident. 
especially if you're going to be working on your marriage while being yeah. documented by cameras, you need to be confident enough to right. say, okay, I'm not going to be self, super self-conscious and make it, you know, not to where I can't focus on building the marriage with you. Um, you know, but then as a, as a match, what we're really looking for is on the daily, are they going to have fun together? Are they going to appreciate the conversations they have? Mm. Do they have shared values? Do they have shared goals? Mm -hmm. If they don't have shared goals, will they support each other with their own or will they move away from each other? Um, And all of this is hypothetical, right? Because we don't actually see them side by side until y'all do at the wedding. Uh, We see their, we see their profile pictures. We we see all of that, their headshots and, and we have their videos. And of course we meet them in person and, and via digital chats, but this is, we, again, we're go, we do go off of, um, overall like what would the word be not necessarily vibes but like do they have similar uh communication styles do they seem on the same wavelength so to say and of course that's not like a scientific thing but it's certainly you know we can't have somebody who's you know completely jumping off the walls and then somebody who hasn't left the house in three months and doesn't plan on it you know those sorts of things we think, okay, that's not going to set them up for success. Mm-hmm. But then again, there have been times where we do have some sort of opposing personalities. And, and the truth is, I don't know how it is for y'all, but for me and my husband, we actually do have somewhat different personalities. You can yeah. imagine I'm very loud. <laughs> He's not so much. Um, and, you know, we're happily married for almost 14 years now. So I just think that there's this sense of we can't really know if it's going to be an amazing match until y'all do, and, right. and you could just see it. I have a question. You have a question? Uh, you go first. Okay. I have a question, uh, and this is more to um, Virginia and Eric and mm-hmm. Haley. Haley and Jacob. When you're matching people with bigger age gaps, how do you decide if it's going to work? Because it seems like, like Virginia and Eric, he's not only not only older, he's older and post marriage, mm-hmm. and uh, Virginia's like younger and more like party, hang out, drunk stuff. Which uh, those are very different uh, time periods in life. And then with uh, uh, Haley and Jacob, he's like older and into the eighties, and she's like, I was born in the nineties, and the eighties are like. Dinosaur Why? Years. Yeah. So, yes, right. um, but a lot of times, it you know, marriages, uh, the age gaps don't really matter. But how do you decide? Okay, they have maybe six or eight years in between them, but this is why we think this will work. Right. So, uh, first and foremost, we take into consideration what they've told us, what they've written down, all of that as far as preferences for age. Mm-hmm. And if we happen to find somebody through the process that is on the lower end or even a year below or higher than what they said in their range, we will ask them, okay, so if we found somebody that we thought would be great for you, but they were two years older than the highest number that you said, or or a year younger than what you said, would you be okay with that? We're gonna confirm something like that. Um, Because what's funny is that there have been matches that have been successful and wonderful that had we listened to what they writ- what they wrote down mm. or hadn't asked them again, they would not have been matched. Oh, so yeah, 
Um, the other thing is, again, you know, with someone like Virginia, um, I, I got to meet her several times. Uh, her, she's always been more mature than most people her age. And that was, that was what she presented to us. That was what she showed us. She did share, she likes to party. She's a lot of fun. And then we have someone who's like Eric, who tell us, tells us, I need to get out more. I need to have more fun because I can be really set in my ways. You know, he says all that. And then, you know, Virginia, I, I did her home visit and I was so impressed with this woman and her home and how incredibly organized and put together and the way she speaks. Now, again, I didn't date her and I didn't take her out for drinks. I didn't go partying at the club with her. So when someone says they're partying and they like to have drinks, you know, that doesn't, that sounds one way and can look another way as we're finding out. Party party. Yeah. I didn't go on a honeymoon to Vegas with them, unfortunately, but yeah. I would have found out maybe if I did. That's kind of what we had. I know we said this in an episode. Uh, a lot of times it seems like you, you know, you match people with people who pull the, the part of them that they want to be. And the idea is to take two people and then pull them in and like y'all meet here. But sometimes people re reject that. They're like, ah, I don't like going out. And I'm not, I'm not going out. You go out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I can see a person being like, I want to go out, match with somebody who does that. And then you bash them with somebody They're like, oh, you man, oh, they go out, out. Yeah. And that's something that I always ask very specifically to everyone I interview is I ask them, if you had to pick, if you wanted to be with somebody who was a lot more boisterous, a lot more social than you are, or somebody who's less than, which one would you pick? If you had to pick one, which one would you pick? And I take that very seriously, whatever their answer is. Do you ever find, sorry. Do you ever find that people, you have them fill out these questionnaires, they think they know what they want, but they actually don't be knowing. I feel like if you ask me in my 23, 24, 25, 26 years of life, like, what do you want? I might have this image of like, yeah, I'm the quiet person in our dynamic. I want someone who is loud and who's going to take me out and who's going to spin, do all these things. And then you get together. You're like, first of all, you're too loud. <laughs> That's first of all. That's the first. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. I don't care what I wrote down. And you match that, you're too much is what happened. <laughs> like, do you Well, for sure, in hindsight, and in, in hindsight, um, I've absolutely noticed that somebody has, multiple people have said that they wanted something and then you're like, ah, no, that's not, right. that's not true. But again, I can't, we can't read minds. So I, we can only go with what they tell us and what we see. We do try to dig into their relationship history to kind of figure out mm. what the pitfalls were and why those things didn't work out. Um, but again, I mean, we have our limitations through the matchmaking process. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to follow them around for a year. We've got, I've got other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dr. Viviana, what attracted you to do this show? Great question. What, what made you go? I want to see some strangers figure this thing out in front of everybody. And I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think that the biggest draw was that I've been practicing since 2003. And the only people that I had really been able to help were those people across the couch from me at the time, you know, now yeah. it's Zoom and I have a much wider audience available um, and clientele that I can work with. And I was doing a lot of local TV things, really enjoyed it. Wasn't one of those people that got super nervous on camera. And so then I thought, you know what? 
for the next decade of my life, maybe I'll focus on trying to reach people through TV or through radio or through media and see if maybe it helps me to flex different muscles than the ones that I use with clients in my office. Mm -hmm. um, but mainly it was that this was going to every, every couple was going to be different. I knew yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, I knew that the challenges that they would have are probably very normal challenges and very typical challenges, but then there would be the additional hype of it being documented and of it being in eight weeks. Like to me, that was, the rush of knowing that I would have to get in there, do what I can do, and then get out so that they can figure it out on their own. I felt like it was almost kind of a, like I was on a mission or something, yeah. you know, like, like a, a, a really um, exciting, you know, mission for, you know, just, it, it's exciting to think that people will be able to see what we do. Um, again, I think that y'all know, as all of these things go, that my visit with each couple is at least three hours. You know, we meet with them individually. We meet with them together uh, because fortunately production just lets us do what we do. Yeah. We come in, we do just like, I mean, I'm a therapist, so I, I see couples all the time. They just let me go in, talk about what we want to talk about, give them the interventions that we want to give. And then we leave, we're on to the next couple, but you know, they're going to, they have to break it down to like two or three minutes of it because that's what keeps the storyline going. And yeah. because, you know, it's not the Viviana show it's, it's married at first sight. Yeah. Have you ever, or do you guys stay in contact with a prior seasons couple, successful couples? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I speak to them almost weekly, you know, wow. and, and I know the other experts wow. do too. Um, the individuals as well, I, even people who didn't work out, I, I tend to talk to as well. Uh, I don't want to force myself on them, but they know that I'm always there and I'm always kind of checking in with them. And if they have new dating issues that are going on, they know that they can reach out and have um, for more serious things. If they're struggling, if something's going on, then I'll help them find therapists in their local areas. Mm -hmm. uh, because as y'all know, I'm, I, myself and the other experts, we're not their therapists, we're their coaches for this process. Mm -hmm. And, but of course we can, we have a wealth of knowledge and if they need support, we're always here for them. That's awesome. So what advice would you give someone who gets selected to be? That was gonna be on, my closing question. Well, perfect. We were, we're synced up right <laughs> now. If someone was selected to be on a following season of Married at First Sight, what advice would you give them for them to have hopefully the best experience possible. Yeah. Um, be authentic, be honest uh, the entire way, even if it's to say, you know what? I, I don't really know what I want. I, I whatever it is, just be honest because if you're honest, then we can more accurately find someone for you. Mm -hmm. If you're not honest and, and, and like you said, some people don't know themselves very well. Yeah. I, again, I don't, you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. I don't know that we can say know everything about yourself, mm -hmm. um, especially if they haven't had a lot of relationship experience and or they still haven't ever been married. And usually, and if they were married, they've never been married at first sight. Right. Uh, I would just say, be very honest and open about what your true desire is for love and what you want a marriage to look like. There might be someone out there 
who fits that mold. There might not be, but you know, only five people, you know, only five men and five women, five couples get chosen for this, but that's the best shot that you have at succeeding at this. If you want to go down in flames, don't do that. Don't do that to this other person. If, if you want to be famous, be famous for being a good person. Right. Yeah. Be famous because you got you the love of, of your life from this process. But um, yeah, this isn't for fakers. This isn't for con people. This isn't for people who just want to try something fun. That's not cool. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. um, my other, only other question was, uh, are you guys ever, this is my own personal that I would like, for this my personal, for the experts to do a debrief after the show. Like, I feel like this convert, listen, pitch this, Dr. Viviana, yes. pitch this. Because you I, got it. You got the floor. Go yeah, ahead. Pitch your show idea. While we, um, obviously, I think you made a great point that we're watching the story of love and that's these couples. I think as viewers, we desperately want to hear you guys' thoughts mm -hmm. as the experts as like, what's going on? What's your take? What's your pull away? This is what we'd like to say, even if it's an after show of like, this is the experts debrief of this this season, the, the couples that made it, what didn't, what they, um, the couples that didn't make it. These are your personal reasons why, whatever. I feel like it would be so intriguing um, and interesting to hear the take of the experts afterward. Because I feel like sometimes I'm, we are, I'm like, where are the experts? Where are the experts? Where are, like, we are so desperately wanting to hear more from you that I think that after thing would be like, I don't know. I think we, as viewers, it would be really appreciated. I What's well, your yeah. well, it's interesting because we, we have those conversations all the time. So it would just be a matter of making sure that they're documented. Yes. So it, it probably wouldn't be that tough to, to come up with that because we already do it as it is. But um, I would just say, let, let's see what happens and see if you get enough of us. Uh, by the end of this, you might, by the end of this process, you might say, oh my gosh, I've heard too much from Dr. Viviana. We'll never, see. That'll never be the case. We, I wish that they had your talking head at the bottom while we're watching. Yes. For you to be like, now see, now he shouldn't have said it yes. that way. Because the way he said it is having her read it. I would love that. I'd be like, okay. I get it now. I want it. Yes. Oh my gosh. It. Okay. Well, let let's remember that we had this exact conversation, and let's talk again later in the spring, early summer, and see uh, see what we have going on that you might like. Okay. 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 Well, listen, Dr. Vivian. Last thing I wanted to say, Kevin was actually a student of Dr. Pepper. Mm. There, she taught at the University of Washington. That's where we graduated from. Wow. And she was his psychology teacher. Sociology. Yeah. Yeah. Sociology. Yep. Yep. That's amazing. Isn't yeah. that crazy? You're so lucky. She looked the same too. She is I said, What you talking, Dr. Pepper? She said, You know what I'm saying? I'm in the middle of Mary Fessel. I love her too. <laughs> she is so she is just a, a marvel. Like the she energy. All she's just amazing. All three of you all, y'all make such a great team. Great team. Mm -hmm. Great and team. Y'all's perspectives all just they're unique but also they are very sound. Y'all have never said anything where I've been like, now how, where'd they get their license right. from? Where'd right. they get that? They got to really? be Well, that's awesome. I, I really enjoy the team that we have. I do think that we each have different perspectives that help us to really round out what we're trying to do, but we're all always on the same page, which is we want long lasting marriages. 
We understand that it's not always going to be pretty. In the first eight weeks, we're fine with it not being pretty because we were, we're there, right? We're there yeah. to help you out. Beyond that, we're hoping that you continue to grow and, and help each other um, to grow into your own marriage. But we love the team that we have. We really enjoy one another. I feel like we're all cousins. Like we're just yeah. <laughs> cousins who live in different parts of the country and we come together and we're like, let's do this. So fun. Uh, love it. I love it. Uh, you guys, while this season we all looking at y'all a little crazy, uh, you guys have had some amazing matches. And the mm. Black love couples obviously are some of our favorites. Oh, uh, Amani and Woody and uh, Karen, and, Karen Miles. and Miles and even Deanna Greg. and Greg. Yep. Uh, those are some of, we've had them on the show and literally some of our favorite people. So to that end, I think sometimes we do forget you guys. And even in this season. No, we nothing you did matters good. You mess yeah. up once, it's yeah. all crap, you're trash. No one wants to give you the credit for what's going right. Yeah. No, but also I do want to say we, um, we being us and, and Tank, we understand uh, and we, you've, you've done enough to have credibility. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and I think, um, we realize it's not a perfect science and things like that. And actually hearing from you to be like, man, we was tripping. We was like, oh, wow. You yeah, know, like you like, were surprised what? too. Uh, I, guess, I guess I never thought of it. I never thought of it as y'all watching too and being like, well, here goes. You mm -hmm. know, you don't really know what to expect or how people are going to respond or whatever. So um, you can't. You, you're, and you're, and I don't want to, I don't want to fake it. I don't want to fake that you know, oh, well, yeah, we knew that, that he was like, no, I'm not going to fake it. Look, I, I know that he, um, that he ended up, as of right now, <laughs> he ended up conning us. Like, right. I know that. And, and it is, you know, it does, it, it hits your pride, right? Because yeah. you're like, darn it. I thought I had a better read on people, right. but it keeps you on your toes. And all we can do is do better for the next season so and the know. next people. Yeah. It's gotta Love be hard it. after you get in a million and Bennett, you've got to be flying high. Man, and then Chris I, I, shot y'all up out of the sky. So quick. Just, I mean, I can't think of a better, that <laughs> a was a perfect man. I mean, that was sharpshooting. I, I like, can't be, think of a more like, not safe, but like a smooth beginning to end. Yeah. All they had was you moving. If I get this doctor thing, I don't know, girl. <laughs> okay, I'm moving. That like that was, that was it. Okay, but you know what? Let me remind y'all because we had a little bit of a slap in the face with Amelia too when she divulged to Bennett and, and revealed to him that she was like, "I just came into this to see what it would be like," and I'm like, "Excuse me." <laughs> But it happened to work out. So everyone's like, yay. But that, I mean, believe me, there was a phone call between the three of us when that aired because we were like, excuse me, Amelia. Let me find out you're playing with people's hearts. See, that's the footage I need. I need to wait a minute. Where's the number? Amelia, what you're not about to do is play me. Listen. Not on this national television. That's not what you're going to do today. Listen, Dr. Viviana, this has been loads of fun. Ah, yes, it I has. truly enjoy it. And I'm so excited because I've wanted you on the show I've, since I've wanted you on the show. It's been <laughs> that long. Um, so I'm so excited. You did not disappoint. You have such a calming. It, when you talk, you smile. You literally can hear a smile. Yeah. I can't stop. I have a I permanent smile. I want to tell you my People... problems. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you what, Dr. Viviana. I ain't been vulnerable this week. <laughs> it was hard for me, okay? 
<laughs> I love it. it. It literally, you can hear the smile in your voice. Yeah, and absolutely. it's one of the things that I heard. I was looking at it this whole time. I was like, that's so beautiful. Practice that, Melissa. Yeah. Um, so then you know I'm serious. When the smile goes away, it's yeah. time to listen to that. Yes. It's yeah. game time. And listen, I told Kev on the thing, I said, Dr. Viviana, shut you down. She'd be in them comments. So first of all, nah, be yes. nice or I'm going to block you. <laughs> she did tell me that. self-respect. <laughs> hey, boundary. Come on. First things first. I'm it's so leave. funny because people, people come to my page and I'm like, it's very clear what the expectations are. This is my page. It's my home. You're not going to jump into my home, throw a bomb and leave. No, no, no. You're gone for good. It's not going to happen again. I love it. Here forward. Um, Dr. Viviana, can you tell the people if you want to give out your social media where they can find yeah. you? Uh, oh, go ahead. Give that information. Sure. So everything is Dr. Viviana. You can spell out doctor. You can Google me, just Dr. Uh, Viviana, B-I-V-I-A-N-A. I have YouTube. I have Instagram. Um, my website is drviviana.com. I have online programs for you there. I'm always creating new content for you. I do have a style page that's somewhat new and that's Dr. Viviana style. And that's for everybody who's like, oh my gosh, what are you wearing? What are you putting together? That is a totally different part of all this that is fun that is just my personal fun that I'm having with this this whole tv thing if I have to wear something I might as well promote it and let everybody know where they can get it so I'm having a lot of fun with it well yeah you be snatching people's edges Listen. off every single time she come on the screen I'd be like y'all didn't get dressed up y'all knew she was coming y'all knew Listen. she was coming I don't know if it was last season but you had this animal print dress I said first of all who Who's the designer? Let me right. tell you what, Dr. Viviana, when you be on this, Melissa, okay, <laughs> okay, Dr. Viviana. Yes. She had this one, like, emerald green. It was like a brighter yes. green. I was like, it's a pandemic, Come and on. she over here slaying us, okay? okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, the, the attention that my style is getting is so funny because... Y'all, I'm like literally wearing leopard print pajama pants, okay? I love, when I'm at home, I love to be super comfy, casual. But when I get on screen, I'm like, let's do this. This yes, is fun. Yeah, I love it. I'm completely 100% here for it. Um, and I follow it. I love it. So thank you, Dr. Viviana. I have a good Thank one. you so I much, guys. Good. Please tell Marcus I said hello. We'll have to talk next time. Oh, absolutely. He was like, tell Dr. Viviana. I said, what's happening? I'm like, boy, don't get yourself fired. <laughs> That's my style, Dr. Viviana. Look, it's a purse. Yes, it's purse. Your satchel? Your satchel? Satchel. You can call it a purse. We don't, we don't have to call it anything. We, don't be, we can be on pop and circumstance. <laughs> uh, thank you so very much, Dr. Viviana. This has been a blast. I hope you had a good time. Uh, I did. Thank you for being such fans of the show and so supportive. I I understand um, that there are lots of people that people can listen to, but I would highly recommend your show because y'all are hilarious and you get it Cut that you out, understand <laughs> um and i know that there are going to be times where you're going to be like wait a minute i don't like what just happened that's what life is about guys yeah. it is and our intent is always to be honest but never disrespectful so that's yeah. good yeah. Uh, we always which is why so appreciate always invite people back on the show amen because we're never disrespectful we, talk. we don't go too cash crazy no we don't go crazy and we don't mind standing behind our words be like i said this we were wrong <laughs> We, we said it. We, we were wrong. Doing, we did that a lot. <laughs> we was like, you know what, Karen? That's our bad. That's our bad. That's we our read bad. it wrong. <laughs> we read it wrong. That's Thank awesome. you. Thank again. you, Dr. Viviana. Have a good one. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Be safe, guys. All right, you too. Bye.